Zachary Landolt, and welcome to the In Another World bonus series for the month of October, A Trip to Haddonfield, where I'll go on a retrospective journey through the Halloween film franchise with the help of lovely guest co-host Devin Ray, who is one of the co-hosts of the YouTube show Good Luck with Sam and Dev. Every episode, we'll talk about a different film in the franchise, and we will talk about all the details, including our favorite scenes, favorite scares, favorite versions of the Michael Myers mask, and which films in the franchise we believe are the scariest and the goriest. So without wasting any more time, let's stop the chitter-chatter and get to the bloody fun. Welcome to episode three of A Trip to Haddonfield. But for this week, we're taking a little slight detour away from Haddonfield as we are covering Halloween 3, Season of the Witch, the third installment in the Halloween film series. It is the first film to be written and directed by Tommy Lee Wallace, John Carpenter, and Deborah Hill, the creators of Halloween, return as producers. Halloween 3 is the only entry in the series that does not feature Michael Myers. Oh my. Oh my. And we are joined once again by Devin Ray. Hi, everybody. How are you doing, Miss Devin? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm feeling ooky spooky from all these, oh my gosh, so terrifying movies we've been watching. Are you, are you feeling silver shamrocky? Oh, oh, I hope not. That <laughs> <head> hurts. <laughs> but I have to say, I liked this a lot more than I remembered liking it or being trained to think I should think about it when I was younger. Yeah, everybody says this movie is so terrible and I'm like, yeah, if you want a Michael Myers movie, it is terrible, but... <laughs> if you're looking for Michael Myers, this is a shitty movie. <laughs> <laughs> I watched it the whole time. He never showed up. Not once. Well, it's that's not true. <laughs> he does show up. He does show up in the alternate universe where they play yeah. Halloween on so the weird. television. Did not remember that. Right? Uh, Did not remember that. (laughs) So the villain of this film is Mr. Cochran and his company, Silver Shamrock Novelties, which produces wildly popular latex, jack-o'-lantern, witch, and skeleton masks for Halloween. It's revealed that his master plan is to sacrifice children wearing his masks on Halloween, thus bringing about a resurrection of the ancient age of witchcraft. For Silver Shamrock's big giveaway, which will air at 9pm on all television channels, each of these masks contain a fragment of Stonehenge implanted in its trademark microchip. When activated by a flashing light on the commercial's 
on-screen magic pumpkin, the microchip causes the child wearing the mask to succumb to brain damage from absorbing the energy of Stonehenge and will unleash a swarm of insects and snakes that come out of the wearer's corpse and kill anyone nearby. Wow. <laughs> what a plot. That It's so... It's so messy. Oh, it's so twisted in like a way. <laughs> I was kind of like into it. I don't know what was going on with me at this time with this movie, but I was really having a good time. There was there was one eighties trope too far, in my opinion, and that's the I mean, oh for sure the androids. If they were all witches, like this town <laughs> yeah. of Irish witches, which first of all, that's what I'm, I thought it was from my memory. And right, I was, wrong. I was like, I didn't remember that that they were androids at all. <laughs> Like, no, I totally did block that out. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's a town of witches um, that he brought over from Ireland. And they kind of set that up, too. But it's like they abandoned that. They're like, oh, Mr. Cochran, he wouldn't <laughs> let anybody who lived here work in the factory. He brought in his own people. And I'm like, right. OK. Was, was that to be like nice to Ireland? Like, hey, we're not saying we're your guys are fine. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't an anti-Irish movie. <laughs> We'll say we'll say it's you know we'll have all of our landmarks in Santa Mira be Irish named places, but uh, we're not gonna bring it up later. We're just gonna be like, mm, remember Stonehenge? Mm, remember Stonehenge? <laughs> <laughs> that one clip we showed in the beginning of they stole a like what five ton, five thousand ton, something very a very heavy rock from Stonehenge. As you do. As so you do. <laughs> no one needs no one's gonna notice when they can ask questions. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I did research. John Carpenter and Deborah Hill believe that the Halloween series had the potential to be an anthology <laughs> series of films that center Oh, we got the dog. Stop we got it. a dog cameo. Stop it, Oberon. No. He was so excited about the concept. <laughs> Uh, anthology series of films that would have centered around the night of Halloween with each sequel containing its own character, setting, and storyline. Director Wallace stated that there were many ideas for Halloween-themed films, some of which could have had potentially created any number of their own sequels, and that Season of the Witch was meant to be the first. I think it would have been a really cool idea. Yeah, I'm really sad that they decided against that. <laughs> you know what I think destroyed this idea? Um, not to attack this movie again, but Halloween 2, that piece of shit, if that had not existed, like, it, I think well, we they, had too much time with Michael Myers. Yes, yes. And they, so they created... Been like Halloween 2, it would have been different. Yeah, if they created this whole, like, you know, surprise, surprise, that's his sister, it's all connected, instead of like a standalone, yeah. there was this guy or child that killed <laughs> one person, and then he came back and killed four more people... And then you leave it on the breathing. Right. Like, great. And then, you know, skip Halloween 2. Forget that. We go you to even have him be a crossover character in a future film. Or right. Something. All right. Oh, surprise. Yeah. It's, you know, Halloween 14, the return of Michael Myers. <laughs> <laughs> the, <laughs> the return. Finally. Finally. Oh, man. Uh well on a budget of 2.5 million Halloween 3 made a profit of grossing 14.4 million but it was the poorest performing film in the Halloween series at that time most critics gave the film negative reviews due to disappointment over the absence of Michael Myers Table. despite the reception reevaluation in later years have given Halloween 3 new legions of fans and established its own reputation as a standalone cult film I agree I think it's pretty good 
I think it is a perfect cult film. Like when you're sure. when you're watching it by yourself. Okay, okay. So there's Dr. Tom Selleck, who is <laughs> who is sexually Tom harassing Selleck. all of his coworkers. Oh God! And That's his so his poor ex wife, aka my least favorite favorite character from the first Halloween, <laughs> Annie, same actress. <laughs> and I was like, man, this girl cannot catch a break. Bonkers. Like. I did not remember that. So that was like, oh, whoa, weird. <laughs> That's strange. Oh, man. Was it, gonna be, was it gonna be like American Horror Story where the same actors are in every movie? And I would have loved that. I would be like, yes, give these people. What if like work. Donald Pleasant had been like the janitor, like, excuse me, could you please move? <laughs> he's just the janitor he's just the janitor oh that's greaves the janitor he's been here for 30 years <laughs> i don't know um that's what i want um or like i don't know what was your so what was your favorite a scare from the film um okay so oh my god i have notes i took notes oh, please we love notes um i'm scrolling i'm sorry oh you're fine <laughs> My favorite scene, um, well, or scare, favorite scare. Yeah, yeah, scare, scare. I, okay, so when they get, they, they, they do the test run with that um, annoying, quote unquote, poor family, you know, this like propaganda against poor people. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they're like, they're so loud and annoying. Um, God damn it, they're so poor too. <laughs> And it's the first time you see what's actually the the actual factual plan. And you're like, oh, he's going to explode. Or we saw the laser earlier. Yeah. Like he's going to shoot his parents in the back of his head. And then you watch him like disintegrate. Yeah. And then yeah. crickets and a rattlesnake, which are not native to Ireland. Can I just say? <laughs> <laughs> like I watched it when watching it again. I was like. Uh oh, that's a that's a really dangerous snake, I think. And then you know we saw the rat rattle come out, and I'm from Texas, so like I knew from the like head, the and I was like, oh oh damn. Well, obviously you know they're gonna be fine. They used that that dummy, the prosthetic, whatever, and then they had it bite like a human. <laughs> I was like, why did you have that rattlesnake bite that man? Um, so I was genuinely scared for whatever stunt performer that was. Um, <laughs> But yeah, yeah that's, that's my scary. favorite scare is watching that for the first time. Oh my god. What so what was your favorite kill? Uh the misfire face blast with that with Jesus the... Christ. Yeah. <laughs> Cuz it comes out of nowhere. You're like you kind of <sighs> expected people to get their faces crushed and bashed by yeah, these yeah. androids. But like you're just with this woman with this little plastic disc and you're like what's going to happen and then pew and her face explodes and you're like oh my god yeah, like I think I did like yelp I was like oh god <laughs> it's got me off guard it's so disarming man like oh god because the violence in this was very different stylistically than the first two it just felt um I don't know like uh, somehow more graphic but it, it but it also was kind of kooky but somehow it would just it, it i was never as shocked by any violence in the first two as much as i was with <laughs> season of the witch right yeah because i think the violence in the first two is very much grounded in reality like yeah <laughs> one stab one plunge and it like there's not like a big explosion or something like that well granted yeah. people get hit by cars in the second one one, one but, stab like, is all it takes right it's like uh god stab <laughs> and you're like oh wow that hurt but this one it's like no 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 let's go full 80s let's turn up the Holy. volume the whole way heads exploding <laughs> noses being broken in half like oh my 
God. Um, I did read that the director, Tom Lee Wallace, who had served as the art director and production designer for John Carpenter's original Halloween, and he had previously declined to direct Halloween 2, after Halloween 3, he directed Fright Night Part 2 and the TV adaptation of It from 1989? 90. 90? 90, yeah. Which I didn't know that. Kind of like, at least he had some career. Yeah. And then he talks about this did not do great things for him, uh, which kind of sucks. I don't think it's even bad. I mean, it's goofy. It's still like a, like a kind of dumb 80s horror movie. But in the grand scheme of that, I mean, it's not bad. I think it's fine. It's not forgettable. No, it's not forgettable. It's better than two. I mean, I, I had more fun watching this than two. I think it's better than two, four, and five. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! <laughs> we'll get to four and five. <laughs> um, that's a whole other universe, literally. Uh- <laughs> um, wow. Uh, so compared to the others in the franchise, how scary do you think this is? Uh, in, out of all of them, well, it's definitely a different kind of scary. <laughs> it yeah. reminded. It's personally a little bit more scary to me because it reminds me of um, one of my favorite Goosebumps books and episodes. Um, oh, which one? The Haunted Mask. Mm, Beth gets trapped. Oh, that, in that one mask. fucked me up when I was a kid. <laughs> um, I was obsessed with that. I had that VHS. Oh man. So the stories kind of meld together in my head. Of like, it's not just that they disintegrate you when you watch it; that you become part of, like, it attaches to your face and that sort of thing. So, like, the idea, the lingering idea, of being like corporate manipulation with these masks to yeah. fuck with people. Uh, I, but it's it's not really that scary. It doesn't keep me up at it's night. Not, no. <laughs> it's like a two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unless you hear music. God, it, God I, I did have that in my head the rest of the night after I watched this. So whoever whoever did that, A plus job, because you 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 sold me. You sold sold me. it. Doggy. Dog agrees. Dog agrees. Ten out of ten. <laughs> Here for the silver shamrock uh, earworm. Oh, <laughs> Don't put on a mask. Go, uh, so, a mask. <laughs> final question on this one: Do you think they should have continued with the anthology? Yes, yes. I agree. I don't think that like should should Haddonfield, Illinois, make another appearance. No, um, <laughs> it's played no. out. Go to other places. Um, but through the anthology, I mean, I love an anthology. I love like little standalone. Yeah. We'll get to we'll get to why I feel that way in later episodes um, in the yeah. continuation of of the tale of Michael Myers. There's but much, there's much to come. <laughs> so much. An more entire to come. saga of one man, one unstoppable man with a dream <laughs> whose only dream is to kill Laurie Strode. <laughs> Why won't you give him his dream so he can go to die? Oh my god. Like, I always think, like, God, get a fucking hobby. Like, my god, Where was he supposed to get a hobby? He was six. (laughs) He killed one person, didn't speak, escaped. He killed one person. I have to to hammer that in because Dr. Stalker, a.k.a. Dr. Sam Loomis, is so fixated on this person 
for killing the one boy. person. <laughs> the boy, his eyes, his dark black eyes. You can't let him throw, are you crazy? <laughs> God, like he's really fun to make fun of. He is fucking insane, and which we will get into again in the next couple of chapters where he gets cuckoo bananas. If you ask me, oh, one hundred percent. Oh man. So yeah, I guess for me, if I had to rank this in the franchise out of all the films, I'd pro- it'd probably be in the top four. I oh think. yeah, yeah. Like I mean, I mean, because there are some clunkers. Yeah. There's- there's some one ones at least top five definitely top five. it's definitely top five yeah it's in, it's so funny that for years i avoided this because it was quote-unquote the bad one and now as an adult watching it, i go it's still not good but i mean compared to what was to come it's not that bad it's not that so, bad it's a solid recommend well Devin ray thank you so much for coming thank you for having me <laughs> well to wherever we are, Northern California, we're not in Haddonfield. We're not in Haddonfield. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to today's episode of A Trip to Haddonfield. And if you've been enjoying my co-captain on this film journey, Devin Ray, well, she is more than just the queen of the spooky. She is also in incredibly gifted makeup artist so whenever you're finished listening to today's episode head over to her instagram at devon ray for her 31 days of halloween makeup series you will not regret it and she is also the co-host of the youtube show good luck with sam and dev so head over to their youtube channel good luck with sam and dev or to their instagram page at good luck with sam and dev they have new episodes every thursday and if you want to support the pod you can always find us on instagram at in another world pod or on twitter at iaw podcast and one last shout out to white bat audio for the incredibly spooky intro and exit music that you've been enjoying every episode and don't forget episodes of a trip to haddonfield will be released every monday wednesday and friday for the month of october well i've been your host zachary landolt and i hope you all have a spooky rest of your day and we'll see you here for the next one bye it's almost time, kids. The clock is ticking. Be in front of your TV sets for the horathon, and remember the big giveaway at nine. Don't miss it, and don't forget to wear your masks. The clock is ticking. It's almost time. Happy, happy Halloween, Halloween, Halloween.